What's going on, everybody? It's your boy JVD, and we're back at it again with another episode of the FPL and Wine podcast. What's up, guys? Jason here. So, Johnny, we got a guest on the podcast, our second guest. Uh, do you want to go ahead and introduce him? Julio uh, Pereira, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so Julio's one of our soccer buddies, been playing with him for a long time. Um, He's an Arsenal fan, unfortunately, um, for him, but it's good for us. We can always, you know, get a couple of roasts in here and there. Um, but he's new to the world of FPL, so we're just trying to get him situated into the game and whatnot. Um, Julio, happy to have you on, dude. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Pleasure to be here, as I mentioned. And uh, what can I say about being an Arsenal fan? Dark days, but we'll come over it. We'll come over it. Don't worry. I hope so, dude, for your sake. I hope so. Thank you. Yeah, so now that we've uh, mentioned Arsenal, let's just get into it and take a deep dive because this is a feeling that not most fans experience from like you know top clubs in the Premier League, right? Like, so how are you feeling? What are your emotions? Are you obviously you're a diehard Arsenal fan? So is this? Are you used to this feeling? Uh, do you think Arteta needs to be sacked? Does he have the right guys in place? What are your thoughts on Arsenal? Yeah, let's start with that. Like Arteta out or Arteta in? Uh, you, I honestly, I said from the beginning, I, I'm giving him, I'm giving him ten games into the season, uh, ten EPL games. Um, I, I don't, I don't count the Carabao Cup uh, win that we had midweek as a, as a game that was against the reserves. But, um, you know, to answer Johnny's question, man, it's, it's, it's honestly a roller coaster. Uh, it's, it's sad to see where we've come from. Like we were, we were always guaranteed top four, even with uh, Wenger, which was obviously something we all took for granted as fans because we, when we were always finishing top four, we always wanted more, right? You wanted the EPL uh, championship. You even just wanted to go deep into the, the Champions League. But obviously both never really materialized. Um, and then obviously Arsene was just getting super old, didn't adapt to the game. People were just passing him uh in terms of tactics and everything else and but he still t- stuck to his guns uh and then you know it was just tough and then we got, we went to Europa um which is kind of a step down for Arsenal at the time um it's interesting because now it's a step up but you know back <laughs> then back then it was a step down uh and then even at that we choked a couple of times and um you know, it, it was just a whole decline over the last I don't know how many years probably five six if not more um, but, uh, he left and Unai came in, uh, I was hopeful, you know, he did a good job at PSG. Uh, obviously as you, you United fans know, he's a Europa specialist. I had to get a dig in there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, he, he, he just, I, I don't think he just adapted to the English game, uh, with his, obviously the language barrier, all that stuff. Um, and then he got the sack and then Arteta came in, um, you know, it was a kind of a honeymoon phase, right? We got, we got, uh, we were improving performances. Uh, we went deep into the FA Cup. We won that, um, and then we—that's only through that we qualified through Europa. And then since then, it's just been like a question mark. I don't know what the guy's doing, um, and also the players, man. We went uh, yesterday. Yesterday was just oh, I hit a rock bottom yesterday, man. It has to be a rock bottom because uh, you know he, we went to the Etihad with uh, Chambers, Holding, Cedric, and Kolasinac as our backline. That that was still there when Arsene was the manager, right? Uh, a few of those guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, not Cedric, but the other three, I think, were. Um, and it was just like, what are we doing? Kolasinac looks like he's on his way out to, I think, Fenerbahce or something. And like, what is he doing in the squad? Uh, um, so you know what? The players are just mediocre. I know he doesn't have his first team players right now, but that's no excuse for the way we lost. Like, it's no shame losing the city. Maybe like one nothing, two nothing, but the way we 
just self-destruct and uh it was it was sad like and this has been going on for years yeah it seems like a lot of the chances and like goals that you guys concede are just like nothing's really happening and then there's a giveaway in the middle of the park and it's a goal like not really the opponents opponents aren't doing anything to even make you guys collapse in these ways yeah for what's his name uh ilkay gundawan to jump over chambers the center back and score a goal and that's unforgivable that's schoolboy stuff and then uh don't even get me started on granite jaka so we only have an hour so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so definitely i think uh this arsenal chat could go on for the whole pod but um yeah i mean it's good to kind of get your uh view on arsenal as a whole julio um i think you speak for a lot of people out there a lot of arsenal fans as well um just kind of making that transition from arsenal to fpl i believe this is your first year playing the game is that correct yeah, that is that is like I, I grew up uh, being such a like a big EPL fan, obviously d- diehard Arsenal fan in high school, university. I'd only watch, uh, I'd only watch their games, and then obviously you know Henry, RVP, Sesk, Sanchez, Ozil, that was fun, right? Um, and then I started watching more games like throughout when I graduated university. I had more time on the weekends, and then obviously it's uh, it's been great. Like it's it's honestly the best best league in the world, man. Yeah, a lot of talent this year now coming in, Ronaldo and. Uh... Lukaku as well to add to the pool, right? Yeah, and even uh, Kane not even leaving is huge, right? Like that that impacts uh, my team as well. But it's interesting because like I just started. I was watching the Tottenham what was it Tottenham Watford game today, and I have Son on my team, and I'm I'm cheering for Son, and he's a Tottenham player, and I'm an Arsenal fan. And I was like, wait, wait a second, wait, I can't do this, I can't do that. <laughs> um, yeah. So how's your FPL season been going? I think you got started off a little rocky, but teams looks like it's coming together now a bit more. Yeah, yeah, like it's uh, like I, I learned. I learned. Obviously, I learned right because I'm I'm coming in as a rookie. So um, you know, we've been playing soccer for a few years now, and then you guys have been mentioning fantasy EPL, even with the other guys I play with. Uh, I never really had any interest in it, but this year I just said, uh, you know, I might as well just give it a shot, you know. And uh, obviously, the couple of the first learnings I learned was like as a rookie was you got to put your pride aside for your team and stuff. <laughs> like Bruno, Bruno, Bruno's Bruno's a United uh, player, but the guy's a stat machine. Even with Salah, Kane, KDB, all these guys. Um, so yeah, it's just stuff like that. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so let's just jump into uh, the the actual FPL talk for the week, Johnny. Um, how'd you do this week? You you. Uh, did did some stuff. I did some stuff. We both did some stuff. <laughs> yeah, the wild card I think was popped for both of us. Um, I ended up on forty nine points. Johnny, I think fifty two, something like that. Fifty one. Yeah, yeah, fifty one. Um, I, I where we left off last episode was that you were looking into the wild card, and I wasn't even going to touch it. And then some things just happened during the week, and as as things do in FPL, and it changes your mind. You say things, and then you make transfers just like that. But um, I don't know. I'm. I don't know about you, but I'm happy to get the chip out of the way in in a way. Um, I think we both kind of prepared for Ronaldo's arrival. So um, with that being said, we both have Kane kind of as placeholders. I'm not sure what your plans are with him, but as a matter of fact, we both captained him as well, right? So Yeah, disappointing captaincy fu- this week. Yeah, for a sure. frustra- frustrating one, but I don't think it was a bad choice. No, I don't think it was bad. Um, I think he had a ton of chances a couple of almost assists as well um so i'm not really that bothered with it um yeah i think for both of us the reasoning was more so like if you get that third premium in now whether it's a placeholder for ronaldo or lukaku or even just to keep kane for a bit right i still i think that that's kind of the way that a lot of people are going to go just because there's so much uh so much attacking talent in the league now that you have multiple players 
I would say Kane, Salah, Lukaku, and Ronaldo now who have hat trick potential every week, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually I was just looking at Julio's squad as well here too. A bit unlucky with you as well, Julio. I think with the Jimenez cap. Yeah, he did really well today. Yeah, that was I. Um, I yeah, because actually midweek I made a move. I made a I had two transfers, two free transfers. So, um, you know, Jay was helping me out with that. I, I had to drop, uh, even though as hard as it was, uh, I had to drop Aubameyang. Uh, and I I forgot who was the other guy. I think it was Firmino. Um, and then I, that gave me a, a lot of money just to buy, I think, Lukaku and uh, Jimenez. So, um, you know, Lukaku, Syria killed it last year. I think he had like 25 goals. And I also what goes under the radar was his thing. He had like a bunch of assists. Yeah. 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 So uh, I think he's going to do well on Chelsea with, with Havertz and, and Mount coming in. So that's why I bought him. And then uh, Jimenez, um, I, I hope he does well, especially if like Adama Traore leaves for like Tottenham. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but he's always a goal threat. Yeah. And one thing also about FPL is uh, kind of, I figured that, you know, it's always good to just back your premiums at the end of the day as well. It, like the, the budget price, the like when you back them in, in terms of captaining, it's it's good. Definitely gives you that good feeling. But I'm looking at you have Sun as, and Lukaku now, right? So Sun, that would have been obviously the better cap, right? 10 points. He would have, he would have definitely helped. So, I don't know. It's it's good. Um, even Aubameyang now, I think he's going on a good fixture run as well, which we'll uh, kind of get into later on, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You want to just talk about Arsenal's fixtures and uh, just I want to I wanted to press Julio on this a little bit. Like, do you think that Mikel can actually turn it around with these good fixtures and actually um, have a couple decent FPL options in like someone like Smith Rowe in your team right now? Um, you feel like he's going to turn it around a little bit more? Uh, I hope so. I mean, like ESR, ESR really after I think it was December. Remember, remember, there's a Chelsea game in the Christmas fixture, and we won that. And then ever since then, he's been lighting it up. He's been pr- really uh, creating chances, even scoring a couple. So that's why I got him right. And then he signed a long-term contract. And then Odegaard didn't I, at the time he was he was at Real Madrid, so I didn't think he was coming back. So um, now that Odegaard comes back, I don't know how it's going to impact ESR's fantasy uh, fantasy value, right? Because um, they're both creators, Saka's a creator too. But hopefully, I'll, I'll keep, I'll ride it out for maybe a few more weeks. Um, as for like Arteta turning it around, like getting Lacazette or sorry, what's his name, Aubameyang, uh scoring. I, I think it's bound to happen, right? Like he's such a good goal scorer, uh, such a prolific record with Dortmund, and even when he first came into the Prem, I think he was, I think he tied for Golden Boot one year, right? Um, and then I think another year he was just behind Jamie Vardy by one goal. So. Like on record, he's he's a good goal scorer, but uh, with the fixtures coming up, I think it's Norwich, uh, maybe Burnley and Tottenham. Um, so all three, all three for me just have to be wins because we started, dude, we're like, oh, was it oh and three, uh, nine goals conceded, and we haven't even scored one. So yeah, there's got to be a couple goals in there for sure. Yeah, Norwich, Burnley. Yeah, it's got to be a big eruption. But you know, Norwich. Uh, gonna fancy their chances coming against us as even even Burnley too right and then the Tottenham one North London Derby you gotta you gotta win that um and then my last question to you Julio uh was there is there any uh thoughts in your head about wildcarding your team this week or uh, are you looking to make any transfers kind of thing yeah that came up that came up I was thinking about it because um um you know my, my team was just not performing man <laughs> like uh just obviously another learning uh, as a rookie you know for for defense you gotta go with wingbacks too who come in and, and you know provide those assists the trend and uh, Trent's Robertson's um you know I was looking at Ricardo Pereira for a bit uh, he was on my radar but I picked uh I picked Shop. I mean he got me six points today whatever Ailing uh Dias and Soyuncu and, and Can- Cancelo from uh, from City right 
So, you know, the learning was like, okay, pick, maybe pick the wing backs and maybe one or one or two center backs. Right. Uh, I like the city defense though. eh? I really like that pick. Um, Cause they just keep, I mean, you have triple actually. I see Ederson in goal too. That's, that's a huge call. And like, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. Big fan. Cause you can just stack up those points. Yeah. He led, uh, I know that was my bad. Uh, I don't know. I forgot to make the switch, but uh, Ederson, obviously I think he led last year in, in clean sheets. And then with Dias there too, it's uh they're like a they're a good pairing, right? But for clean sheets, and then you know Zaha's another guy, man. Like I thought he'd he'd light it up because uh, what's the other guy? He he got injured, right? As a, he tore, I don't know if he tore his Achilles or not, as he or whatever. As a right, yeah. So I thought you know more more burden or more of a role for Zaha. He he'd go off. You know he's such a proven EPL player, but you know he's been he's been really like a dud the last three uh, three weeks. Um, so yeah, that, that stuff that just impacts my team uh, and the wild card. I'm not too sure yet, but I'm gonna ride it out for maybe, maybe one or two more weeks. I thought Palace actually had to put up a really good fight against West Ham. Eh? Did you guys watch that game at all? I think uh, they could have they could have nicked it at any point. They, there was a lot of lot of good chances for them. It was two two, right? I saw I saw the final score. I didn't, I didn't see. I saw Antonio uh, scored again, right? So he he's been uh, he's been on fire. Antonio won't stop, man. This guy will not stop. Johnny, any read on that West Ham Palace game? Did you watch that one? Yeah, I watched it with you, buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what I, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy I brought Antonio in. I mean, he got 11 points, and uh, I mean a lot of a uh, few people did captain him, right? So for me, like it was, I had Kane captain and Vice on Antonio, and I was basically kind of following my rule as to what I was saying to Julio. It's like I'm always gonna back my premium at the end of the day. But yeah, 11 points. Uh, I'm just wondering how long can he keep this up for? Because at some point I want to like I want to get him out of my team and bring in Bamford because I really like Bamford and well he opened his account right? yeah today 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 yeah 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 so I don't know it'll be interesting I mean he's got this one one a really good fixture coming up Southampton as well so we'll see how that does I think the chances for him will keep coming though even in the tougher fixtures as long as he's on the pitch and I, like West Ham have so many creators man between uh, both the wing backs and uh, Fornells. Uh, I saw they uh, they're they're buying another uh, creative player from uh, Moscow or something because I don't think they're gonna get Lingard back. So okay. he's gonna he's gonna get more supply. Yeah, I think he's gonna be able to keep it up, man, for sure. Antonio, I was I was I think he's like yeah he he's been on fire the beginning of the season, but uh, I just noticed like the last few years just being obviously a watch as an EPL fan, not a fantasy fan, like he just gets injured, uh, and then he goes on for like three or four weeks on injury uh, uh, reserve. Julio, some might say that you even play like Rafael Varane. What did you make of his debut today? <laughs> uh, yo, the guy, the guy was putting up fires, man. The guy was definitely putting up fires. Um, he looked good. He looked good on uh... assist, assist, and a clean sheet. Yeah. Oh, he got an assist. So he got an assist. Uh, in fantasy, that's he, an assist. So I like mean... he, um, he was, uh, he was all over the place, man. He's fast. He's agile. Obviously, he's a proven, proven serial winner, right? We're yeah, all... twelve points. Twelve points. He's gonna be good. He's gonna. Be good. I don't know if you guys have him on your team, but uh, I, I I didn't buy him yet because he's a United player. No, I'm joking. I, I got to look into it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, speaking of the premium options now nowadays, Jay. I mean, with, with Ronaldo coming in, um, Salah, Kane, Lukaku, Bruno. I mean, it, it was difficult because you know it's gonna be interesting with people that are gonna be playing their wild card in game week four or holding it. You and I have already played it. Was there a certain strategy in your mind when it comes to I'm going to have so-and-so premiums in my team and that way I can break it down from there, have that flexibility? Or are you going to stick with two premiums for the whole season? What's your game plan to tackle? The way I did premium? it on my wild card is brought in three. I have Salah, Bruno, and Kane. Um, 
I I think it's it's just it gives you a little bit more flexibility to swap back and forth when you have um, a couple in each position. Well, in this case, two in midfield and then Kane up top. Um, I think the one that I'm really considering just holding the whole time is just Salah. Um, we saw today against Chelsea. Well, was it today? Yesterday, right? Against Chelsea. This guy scores regardless of how good the opposing defense is and bonus come in. Um, the fixtures are great for him, and it seems like even when he has bad fixtures, they're not truly bad. He can always grab a goal against anyone. Uh, I think Kane and Lukaku, Bruno, and like Ronaldo. Do you even think Bruno's an option anymore? Let's let's just stop right there. Do you think Bruno is still an option with Ronaldo coming into the team? It's. I mean, at the end of the day, I think like the thought of having Ronaldo in your FPL team sounds amazing. I think we've already experienced what it's like to have Bruno, and Bruno delivered a fan, uh, a fabulous sorry season in FPL. But now it's time to. Uh, transition to Ronaldo I think he's the real deal I think he has that same uh, ruthlessness that Salah does in terms of against anyone right doesn't matter yeah yeah and he'll have the pens in his locker as well you think they're going off Bruno you think he's not going to take them anymore yeah 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 I do and I think Bruno will be I don't know Ronaldo could also say hey you know what we can like split it here and there maybe I just take some against Arsenal and Liverpool oh yo come on (laughs) but um I don't know I mean me getting Kanan was basically so that I could get it to Ronaldo. Um, that was basically the whole plan. Um, I didn't go with Bruno today, and I was I was still nervous not having him because I know what Bruno's capable of, and you, you saw he scored, but it was obviously offside. But I, I definitely think the play is going to Ronaldo, and we're you know kind of circulating back to Kane, Lukaku. I mean, and, and I I do I definitely agree with you, Jay. Keep Salah because this guy you can't go off him. One of the biggest FPL lessons, Julio, never ever not have Salah on your team. Yeah, I know. I learned that. You saw what he did opening day. I mean, Jay and Dwayne uh, triple capped him. Like, it was crazy. So, yeah, you have to try and get him in. If you're on wildcard, I would say get, get him in as well. Get him in, yeah. So, what do you guys think? Are you guys going for Ronaldo? Or? Um, if he's 14 and, like, I have to take out, like, a big downgrade somewhere else to make room for him, I might hold off. Um, but if he's just... I don't think he'll be 14. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it'll be 12, 12 13, 5 13. or 13 at most, so... 13 max, yeah, dude. Like, the, if they do 14, man, that's just... Most likely what I'll do is swap out Bruno, uh, drop him down to, like, a really cheap mid, like 5.0 or 4.5, and then make an upgrade at my forward to get in Ronaldo. I'm pretty sure he'll come in as a forward, too. So with that being said, Jay, that means that you're going to go... You're going to have three premiums always then. So, for example, Kane, Ronaldo, Not necessarily. and Salah? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I, I still like the idea of being flexible with it and being able to, like, for instance, like, what if I downgrade Bruno to Sun and get uh, Ronaldo for Kane kind of thing, you know? Like, I can still do something like that. I'm pissed that Kane didn't leave, man, because I, I thought Son would go off. He'd be the, he just signed a new contract. I thought he'd be, like, the focal point, but then Kane said, but, like, it still impacts. Like, they both fed off each other last season, too, right? Goals and assists. Yeah, it looked like they were both trading off as well this game, like taking the chance to be a little bit more of a creator for Kane. He was still doing his dropping deep stuff. and then He was still doing it, yeah, exactly. Sun was still running the channels and trying to make cutbacks, so I think they'll both be able to provide for each other. Okay, guys, so let's just narrow this down then. For those that are going to be on wildcard in game week four, Jay and then Julio, would you? who are the premiums that you would want in your team? And keep in mind the price, obviously. Would you want... Salah, Kane, Ronaldo as three. Would you go with two and then spread the funds? Tell me your strategy. For those, if you were on a, a wildcard again. Julio, you're not on wildcard, but Jay, you just played yours. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, Julio, you go ahead. I'm doing a premium. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still going to keep... Uh, I'm going to do Salah, obviously. Um, I'm still going to keep Lukaku. It was, I think I bought him at, what, 12 or something? 
Um, and then the other one would probably be. I, I'd still. I, I go with Bruno because like I think he's just gonna supply. Uh, Ronaldo. Yeah, his assist and, rate could just go crazy, man. Assist rate could go off the charts. Greenwood's still a prolific score, even though it's a small sample size. I think he's got like nine and eleven now EPL games. He's still scoring. Rashford's gonna come back. Cavani's there too, so they've got a lot of firepower up front. So I think Bruno's uh, Bruno, Lukaku, and uh, Salah. Okay, so you'd go with the three. Okay, yeah, I, I'm on the same page with you, except I would definitely have Lukaku, Ronaldo, and Salah. Uh, just try and get the extra funds there um, for that. For, so then, for Ronaldo. so then, no Son or Kane. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think I, I don't think there's any space for them. <laughs> uh, you'd have to rotate them in. You'd have to rotate. Yeah, them in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. you you still play the fixtures, right? If United have City, Liverpool, and whatever Chelsea coming up next, I don't know if that ever happens in the schedule, but. At that point, you might want to switch off to Kane if he's got some soft, softer fixtures coming up. Okay. Yeah, so with that being said, for people that did bring in Kane like myself, um, because Ronaldo's coming in, it's exciting. They're playing Newcastle at home, but Kane's playing Palace away. Do you just jump to conclusions and bring in Ronaldo as soon as his price comes out? But we don't know if he's actually going to start the game. Are you expecting Oli to throw him in? I, I think he'll probably come out from the start, yeah. He's, the, he's like the fittest player probably all the all time. He'll just... Yeah, yeah, and I think um, just having Ronaldo back, I don't know, just something about it, like his just mentality and everything. He'll just come, he'll want to score, he'll want to get that goal uh, in front of the fans at Old Trafford. It'll be amazing. Yep, I don't disagree. Definitely. What do you think? He's gonna, he's still gonna be a leading goal scorer in in Prem at thirty six. You think? I mean, he's gonna want to. He's gonna show that he's like that. He's still the best, right? Um, I don't know if he'll actually end up getting there because I think there's gonna be there's definitely gonna be rotation in terms of like UCL if we have a big game there. Um, like the Villarreal game, or uh, I think we have another tough. I think Leipzig is in our group, or something like that. But um, the games, like the Premier League games before that, there's there's no point risking him, and when when there's a bigger game coming up, right? Um, I think you wanted to touch a little bit uh, on the Spurs defense. Is that correct? Like just the team in general. I mean, they're first in the league right now. Three wins, uh, three clean sheets, uh, all three games winning one one goal to zero. Yeah, I think. Um, I think Nuno's putting in his Nuno plan. Same thing he had with Wolves is uh, being transferred over to Spurs. They look like they're trying to get every game uh, 1-0, maybe 2-0, just like sneak out the result. And uh, yeah, I think guys like Dyer, I think Tanganga is also a really good pick. I think we discussed that last week a little bit, but uh, today's performance kind of solidified that. They weren't really looking troubled at all in defense, right? Especially against, uh, of course, it's a worse team in Watford, but um, I don't know. Did you guys see anything different? I think that they're just going to be a good shout for cleans. If I was on wildcard, I would have two two of these guys for sure. I don't talk about Tottenham. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I watched that game too. Uh, Tank, what's his name? Tanganga or whatever. He's, he's really good. He's fast. He's young. Um, Sanchez is somehow back in the lineup too, uh, as center back. And then I saw Dyer taking uh, free kicks. Yeah, he came close with one of those, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the left back good, uh, is good as well, right? He's a he's a good supplier for, for assists there, uh, Regulon or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy that they have three guys at 4.5 now. So, any well, Dyer got a price rise to 4.6, I think, a couple days ago. But, yeah, a lot of good options there. I think um, they can probably keep, like, between 13 to 16 cleans this year. It's really good value for 4.5, man. I don't think any other team's going to get you there. Uh, just moving on to the short-term fixture runs, I guess you could say. Uh, Arsenal, Wolves, even Watford um, have some good fixture runs. Chelsea have one in uh, starting game week seven. So, any plans on bringing these players in, guys? Uh, anyone from Arsenal, Wolves, Watford, uh, even Everton have uh, a good fixture run coming up. Leeds as well after the Liverpool game. I know we mentioned this last on last week's pod, but um, it's definitely you know 
these runs are the ones to target, I guess you could say. So anyone you guys bringing in, what are your thoughts on these? Uh, I'll go first. Um, for Arsenal, like I, I, that's why I'm just going to keep ESR in, um, Smith-Rowe, uh, just because it's a favorable run, and at least at least the first two games. Um, and he still creates, man. He's, still, he's, still, he's like a one-two touch passer. He's always, uh, I really like his game. So I think he's going to supply uh, whoever's at the front line, whether it be Aubameyang, Pepe, or Lacazette. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm just banking on it. But there's also Odegaard and uh, Saka who are now plugged into the lineup. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I hope he keeps his place. I'm definitely looking at ESR actually to bring in um, for this run. Uh, if I need to make money at the forward line to make room for Ronaldo, um, he could be a good guy to bring in. Nice cheap option. Yeah, I brought Tierney in on my wild card. So I'm just going to hold him this whole run, see how he does. He's a good left back, man. Yeah. Yo, what if Arsenal get a new manager? They get that little little extra bounce there, and then oh man, I, I'm could get a lot of a lot of good results coming up. So like, so they play Norwich next game, and I still don't expect them to keep keep a clean sheet. I don't know why, but I just I just have him for his attacking potential. I mean, this guy just runs down the flank and crosses balls. So I'm hoping like is that KT? Ah, uh, Tierney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, KT. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Moving on to Wolves. I know a lot of you guys saw probably Adama's performance today. What'd you, what you? Man, if he was a finisher, holy shit! If he was consistently. Exactly, but that that right there sums him up. If he was a finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem with Wolves is that their all their chances are like going to him, right? If they were falling to him, and as instead, I swear they would get a bunch more goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sick though, man. He's in, he's fun to watch. Oh yeah, you have Jimenez. Are you looking to keep him then? I guess because they do have uh, a decent run. Who are they? Who who are they uh, facing against the next few games? Three games. So they got Watford next, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle, Villa, Leeds, and they still haven't scored goals. They haven't scored any goals. Yeah, they're they they'll be eager next because what they're one three. Yeah, that's that's an awesome five six game run. I think I would definitely be. Hoping. Yeah, yeah. From what I saw today, yeah, they created a lot today in the first half. <laughs> I think they'll be fine, though, man. I think they're creating enough uh, enough opportunities. Yeah, against a worse team too. They'll like without uh, Varane and Maguire at the back, they should be should be able to do a lot more too in terms of goal scoring. So uh, I know Watford have a, kind of like a short term run coming in. I think guys like Sar, Ed, not Troy Deeney. Uh no, uh, Emmanuel <laughs> Emmanuel Dennis. He's a, a striker on Watford now. So they play Wolves, then Norwich, Newcastle, Leeds. Well, and then it kind of gets into some tough fixtures. So, I mean, a four-game run, depending on what you guys are looking at. But just, just something mentioning there. And then, I mean, yeah, Everton, Liverpool. I think we kind of discussed this last part as well, right? So, uh, so differential picks, Johnny. Uh, what are you thinking for this week? Um, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back Tierney and uh, Smithrow. I think they're gonna yeah, Arsenal themed pod. Let's go. <laughs> no, but it it makes sense. I mean, they do they do play Norwich, and uh, honestly, if there's any time you should play Arsenal assets, why wouldn't it be against Norwich? Definitely, I don't disagree. But then again, Arsenal's last. Norwich isn't last, so I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> honestly, that's how it is, hey Johnny? That's how it is. I don't even want to say that. I, dude, I like I liked Arsenal. Like you know, I, I thought know, they were always cool. Ozil, Giroud, you know, they had some cool players. I, I like Fabregas the most too, actually. Sask- yeah, Sask was yeah, sick, man. So, but anyways, I still back them to do big things. I actually, you know what? Might as well throw Aubameyang in there as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's healthy. He's ready to go. He's uh, he's played the last couple games. Yeah. So those three guys. Those three guys for Arsenal. I mean, if they lose that, then delete this podcast. I'm not on it. I've never been a guest. 
uh jay julio anyone from you guys um yeah i i picked up adam armstrong on my wild card uh 6.0 forward for uh, newcastle or sorry uh southampton just played against newcastle actually um yeah i like him for a differential coming up uh i i think dude west ham defense is not as good as it was last year since they switched the four at the back so i think uh he can have some luck against them okay i gotta plead ignorance here like what do you mean by differential as a rookie yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so somebody that's um, kind of lowly owned in the game, somebody that not many people would think of that's basically going to do well this weekend in terms of returning. So getting a goal, getting an assist, that's like underneath everyone's radar. So like, for example, Tierney Smith-Rowe, I mean, people know of them, but in the actual game, they're very lowly owned. Okay. Um, I was thinking, uh, I just had it on my, like, players I'm watching, like, what's his name? The guy on, the guy on uh, Brighton, who gets a couple assists, uh, Gross or whatever his name is. Gross? Yeah, Gross is a sick pick, man. He, he always manages to tick along. I don't know how much he costs, though, so I gotta look into that. 6.0. He only costs 6.0. Good good price. Uh, even Creswell was, uh, is a West Ham player. He gets a, gets a few assists here and there, so I might, I might look into him as well. Just to change up my back line. Yeah, Pascal. Pascal, um, I mean, he's got, what, 14 points in three games? Not bad. And then I'll just throw one more in there. Um, uh, Sar from Watford. Watford got to start scoring soon, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, they did. They took everyone from surprise, for surprise, sorry, in the f- opening game against Villa. And uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, he's gonna, I'm going to throw him in there. Dude, also, also Dennis still seems to be getting 90 minutes um, every game at 5.1 or 5.2 now. He's gone up a little bit. Um, could, be, could be a solid pick to uh, make, make some funds for all these premiums we're trying to jam in. Um, moving on to the transfer section of the podcast, uh, I'll go first, then Jay, and then Julio. Uh, for me personally, uh, either going to roll or bring in Ronaldo for Kane. Haven't decided yet. 1.3 million in the bank. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Jay, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I think I'm probably going to end up just holding on. Uh, give Bruno another week. See how it looks with Ronaldo in the team. Um, it could be a route against Newcastle, and in that case, I don't really care which of them I have. It's like they should be, should be both uh, returning at a pretty good rate, and I don't really see the need to. And like Kane has Palace, right? I think that's a fine game to to hold him for. I think Palace have been pretty bad all season, so I think I'll probably just roll. But you know, Ronaldo in the team, I, I could I could be swayed at any time. Like just take a hit and just rip Dude, it. Dude, I'm already swayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm already swayed, and it, exactly. who knows? Maybe it affects this season but it is what it is right although it's just surreal feeling to you see guys that. are buzzing eh, about this transfer yeah for sure man uh julio anyone you're bringing in uh i already used i used uh i had two free transfers this week so that's why i brought in lukaku and Jimenez. so i'll probably wait or uh, i'll deliberate a little longer and see if i'll uh i'll use the uh wild card because we got we got an international break right so there's no game so i can think a little longer about week four for sure for sure that's always a good strat just saving it for the internationals and then uh, captaincy, guys? Uh, mine is on Bruno right now. Um, but it could end up on, I, I don't know, like Leeds, Leeds attack against uh, City. Or Leeds defense against, my bad, I'm all over the place. Leeds attack against Liverpool. I think uh, Salah could do a good job there. Yeah, Leeds defense against Liverpool attack. There you yeah. go. <laughs> hell, man. It's okay, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm on Salah. Julio? Uh, I'll captain Lukaku against Villa. He might give Mings and Kansa some some hell, hopefully. Love that. Love that. Julio, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on this podcast. Thank you, guys. Um, Thank you. I hope you had a great time and you learn, continue to develop uh, your game in FPL. Have some fun. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about how you play the game. So I hope you had some fun uh, on today's podcast. 
Thank you, Arsenal are finishing top four. You heard it right here. <laughs> you heard it right here. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen. Julio Pereira, a.k.a. Rafael Varon. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Stop it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Jay, any final remark? No, nah, man. Great, uh, great episode. Let's go get the dub now. Let's go get the dub. There you have it, folks. Another episode in the books. I'm your co-host, Johnny. This is Jason. And this is the FPL and Wine Podcast. Signing off. Peace.